Hello, and welcome to Twice Exceptional, teens exploring and living with neurodiversity. I am your host, Kate. I am 16 years old, the middle child of three, and math is my best subject in school. More importantly, I have ADHD, and I am gifted, making me twice exceptional. I started this podcast because living with ADHD can be difficult, and I wanted to find a way to reach people and share some information from the perspective of a neurodivergent teenager with a neurodiverse sibling. So in this podcast, I discuss my experiences living with ADHD, interview guests, and research different aspects of neurodiversity. This is a continuation of my previous episode, Looking Back, where I was interviewing Leanne on her experience with ADHD as an adult. For me, at least, the whole reason this kind of happened is because I saw on social media people like talking about ADHD in a video and I was like huh that actually relates to it because before that I never really looked into any of it. I think that's the thing too is like I didn't know a lot of the stuff was Mm -hmm. ADHD related until I was like oh my god that oh that too oh (laughs) you know you're just like oh wait that that, oh well that makes a lot of sense I guess yeah I want to look at this I'm gonna I'm trying to find the what video did you watch? You said you watched a video to find out. Yeah, there's this one person. I saw it on Instagram, but he does like TikTok videos. It's like Connor DeWolf and he talks about ADHD stuff. So I know him. Yeah. It's so true too. I got to find this. Wait, I got to find this. Um... Oh my God, it's so funny. It's so much like all the cats, pet all the cats. No, I don't know what you're talking about. I sound insane by the way I sound like I'm like pet all the cats um yeah no I don't I don't I don't think I actually don't think that I started a really really like learning about it or thinking about it until pretty recently uh-huh. but even until after I had kids because mm-hmm. I think I was I was worried that I was gonna like pass something down to my kids you know Like, I was kind of worried about that. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't want them to have to go through the ridiculousness Uh of school for me. Mm -hmm. Because I really didn't like school. I didn't like it at all. And I didn't, don't, like, I didn't want the same thing for them. Yeah. Um, ADHD kind of is genetic. Like, they haven't actually looked all the way into it. But I know that it kind of is. So it makes sense that Patrick and I have it. My uncle has it. My cousins have it. Like, there's multiple people. Yeah. I just didn't like I didn't want I didn't want Josie or Bob to have to deal with Uh everything I dealt with yeah makes sense you know because because like I said earlier people like really aren't kind to people with ADHD especially women Mm -hmm. like boys with ADHD everyone's like well they're just boys but like women with ADHD it's like you Uh should you should have your act together. You should yeah. know what you're doing. You should work up to your potential. Yeah. Like, and people some people really also kind of get mad about medication. And I'm like, it doesn't, it just helps, but it doesn't like change that much. And I'm not oh, yeah. like. Yeah. And people always find it's weird too. Like I'll be like, um, like I can drink coffee at any time. Yeah. And it doesn't, it has 
not much like I can drink coffee at night and I can still go to sleep yeah I'm like what and then like that's what do you what do you think ADHD medication is it's literally like uh-huh stimulus it's like a negative and a negative equal a positive right so yeah. it's like a stimulant and it just it's perfectly fine it's just yeah coffee like calms me down more than makes me hyper like it'll yeah. help me kind of focus a little bit but it doesn't make me like more awake no 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 not at all that's why people are always surprised when I'm like oh yeah uh-huh. it'll be I remember in college I would go out you know and get pancakes and and coffee at like midnight to it and they're like how can you do that and I'm like doesn't do anything to me friends if anything, it makes me like actually want to listen to what you're saying. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's, yeah, people always find that's weird. Yeah, I like, I mean, I think, I think the medicine thing is strange. There's a lot of different medicines. Yeah. And I don't really know. I don't, I don't know a lot about them at all. Yeah. Um, I know what has worked. I'm, I'm a big fan of Adderall. I think it works pretty well. That's what I take right now. Yeah, I think it works pretty well for me. I think yeah. it's weird that they call it like amphetamine salt. Like that's I don't know generic. what they call it. Yeah, that's the generic. It's like amphetamine salt. Like you're a yeah. Like, I took Concerta originally, and that worked fine. It's just some of the side effects were kind of annoying. So because I get the eating problems during like lunchtime sometimes when I take it, where I don't want to eat food during lunchtime. So oh yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know anything about. I don't know anything about any of that. Mm-hmm. I think that's I get, that's probably again like because I was diagnosed late. Yeah, you know, but it was like, well, mm-hmm. you, can, you can do what you want to do. I mean, I think, you know, I think too. I, I think people are a little bit more forgiving when you're younger too. Yeah, a little less forgiving when you're older. Yeah. Um, what about you? Like, are you worried about college or? I mean, a little bit. I feel like it's just going to be harder when I'm older because there's still kind of the misconception that it goes away when you're an adult sometimes. And I'm like, it oh, doesn't yeah. go away. That's not how this works. Oh my God, I wish it did. <laughs> I wish it did. But but I'm okay. Like, mm-hmm. I'm okay with it not going away. Yeah. Kind of made me who I am. So I'm cool with it. Yeah. But like, yeah, no, it does not, it does not go away when you're older. And yeah, no, I understand what you mean. Like mm-hmm. there is a point where people are just like, well, just, just pull yourself together. Like you can, you mm-hmm. know, like it's a, like it was yeah. cute when you were a kid. And now that you're an adult, like it's a character flaw. It's like, I don't. <laughs> yeah. I've definitely been told to just try to focus more. And I'm like, that's not helpful. Oh, oh, really? Try to focus more, huh? You know what? Thanks so much for bringing that up. Because I like didn't, didn't think of that myself. Yeah. Um, I didn't think of trying to focus more. But now Mm -hmm. that you say it, I'm all about trying to focus more. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think that's, I think that that is a problem. Like when you are older, you know, they don't give you that flack that they would give. Mm -hmm. A younger person it's just like try to focus you're, you should focus more or mm-hmm. you should just you know pull it together uh-huh. or you're like <laughs> well, yeah I, I don't know how all of a sudden like that's that's gonna happen yeah um, but so yeah 
I have like two more major questions. To cover. Sure, let's so go. With the it. first one: What part of ADHD do you think needs to be addressed more, and why? You've kind of mentioned a few things, but is there any specific like symptom you've had or a thing in general that you think people should address more when they oh, think I mean, about it? I mean, a hundred percent focus on women, mm-hmm. like a hundred percent. Like we we know. I mean, I guess across the board, and women in healthcare have been ignored yeah but you know across the board like I think we've done very we've probably done overly well medicating young boys Mm -hmm. uh, and calling it ADHD and I think that there is so much Mm -hmm. about women with ADHD that is just not known and explored like we shouldn't have to be like I was on the internet the other day and I ran into this TikToker who says she has it and we have the same thing and I didn't know that that was the you know like uh-huh. we yeah. shouldn't be like having to like research it so much yeah on our own um mm-hmm. I mean that's the one thing about it ADHD is like we've ignored women in healthcare yes. for so long mm-hmm. and especially in mental health care yes um and there is no reason that that should be going on um yeah I did a lot of research on women in ADHD for my AP seminar thing yeah and the gender differences and like it's interesting because there are a few symptom differences obviously but like the rate especially for autism actually it's like a four to one ratio of boys to girls and I'm like that's really bad well and you have to yeah you have to say you have to ask the question like is it is it the four to one ratio there because that it does affect you know because autism affects boys more than girls or is it because you're just really not you know you don't know Uh, what you're looking for yeah um And maybe it's a little bit of both. Yeah. And especially young women have been ignored. And and things, you know, and it's things like, well, you're just not living up to your potential or you need to uh-huh. put your stuff together that even doctors will be like, yeah, you know, dis- dismissing certain things as like. Yeah. For me, well, there was avoidant. definitely a few things because the gifted part didn't help trying to diagnose something else that like is a learning disability, basically. Right. Because I had good grades. So that was kind of a major point during the thing was kind of, well, you have good grades. And I'm like, yeah. And what else? Right. Yeah. Like I went to Xavier. Right. Mm-hmm. So like I went to a really hard school. So I could get through that. Clearly there's not a, a problem there. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, you're just like a quirky, artsy uh-huh. individual well, you know, maybe you should listen more. Uh Maybe people should listen more. Yeah. Especially young women who Uh think that there's an issue or have a problem. So yeah, I think that's, I think that's the big thing. Yeah. The biggest thing that I learned when I was researching it is basically a lot of the problem is just Part of it is masking because a lot of women mask their symptoms a lot more trying to fit in with their peers. But the other part is kind of boys tend to be more disruptive when they have it. 
-hmm. And since teachers right now are usually the ones who have to recommend the diagnosis just because they're the ones around the kids, if you're not being disruptive, they don't really think about it. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's interesting you bring up the whole masking thing because like, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say that I've masked anything, but at the Uh same time, like I now looking at it, like it's been a, that's been the way that I've been coping, right? Uh Like I won't, that's like a coping mechanism to get by Uh in life. Whereas, you know, I didn't think of it as masking, but maybe perhaps that it has been, you know. That's especially for like social situations mostly. Because it's way harder to like, learn social cues still I'm the worst by the way I'm the worst at that I (laughs) I'm so bad I'm so bad that like I thought I'm just I'm terrible at that I mean I Mm -hmm. get it like I can you know I can tell someone doesn't want to talk to me or whatever yeah like I'm in high school I was so I could not read someone to say if someone told me something I would I would be like oh okay great like I, I would never think that there's an ulterior motive or anything like that. I'm still yeah. a little bit like that. Like I take everyone at face value. Uh-huh. So if you're going to lie to me, Hey, everyone, if you're going to lie, lie to me, cause I'm going to believe you. <laughs> yeah. Just reading social cues. Sometimes it's a little bit difficult for us. I feel like it's not too bad, but like, especially when, when is it, when should I talk? When do I stop talking? <laughs> Well, I think that's also, you know, that's also a, a, uh, that's also like anxiety, right? That's like anxiety and nervousness. Um, To have silence is very anxiety causing for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And so uh, continuing to talk is a way to mask that anxiety. Uh Um, But yeah, I think there's quite a few teachers in my past who have been like, who wanted me to stop talking. Yeah. And then the final question is, what can friends or family members do to provide support for people like you? Um, well, I mean, I, I don't know that it's just people like me. I mean, I think it's just people. Like, uh-huh. I think that, I think you really need to approach everyone with kindness. Uh-huh. I really do. I think, you know, from what I was talking about earlier, when you have to, you, when you are talking about women with ADHD, you have to talk and acknowledge the abuse that we've gotten mm-hmm. over the years. It is abusive, um, the things that have been said to us. Mm-hmm. Um, they are abusive things. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and maybe approaching with kindness and, you know, and I'm sure that no one wanted to be abusive. They wanted to be helpful, but sometimes mm-hmm. your comments aren't helpful. Sometimes yeah. you're like, sometimes you're, you know, well, now you need to focus. Isn't helpful, yeah. right? Like we get it. I know I need to focus. That's not what the, that's not a question here. We, mm. I get it. Don't worry. Um, and you know, and I've, and I have, like, I've, I know there's people who I just kind of don't want around because I know that they're going to, you know, not treat my, I I don't want to say quirks, but Uh 
the parts that make me, me, mm-hmm. they, they're not going to treat that with kindness. And if you're not mm-hmm. going to treat with that with kindness, I don't, I don't need that. I don't need that around. I got enough. Uh-huh. Right? I got enough to deal with. So I think that, you know, I think that approaching, approaching with kindness and, uh, and asking for forgiveness, you know, if you have been, if you have been one of those people, ask for forgiveness. Say, you know what, I've, I've said to you many times that you have not lived up to your potential. And I just want to apologize because that's mm-hmm. got to really put a lot of stress on you mm-hmm. and really make you second guess about who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and that asking for forgiveness goes a long way. Mm-hmm. I think um, it, it's, it's difficult for me now as a parent to like say that. I'm not saying that my parents treated me like that at all. I'm just saying like, you know, you do what you can as a parent, you do the best you can as a parent yes. and it's not always right. Like uh-huh. it, admittedly, you don't always do the right thing. But, you know, to approach, you know, if, if there's if there's parents listening to this and they have said those things to their kids, to approach them with kindness and with an apology goes a long way, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Have you, have you ever had like a teacher or anybody apologize for saying not really interesting I don't think it's ever really come up honestly but I don't know yeah I don't know I don't think it's I don't think it's I think I'm gonna I think I'm probably gonna be a little bit more like conscious of it too Uh uh-huh you know I because I'd like I'd like to be treated treated a certain way so I think I'm going to probably be a little bit more conscious of it when Uh it comes up in my life too you do what you can as a parent sometimes you win Uh sometimes you don't sometimes you do the right thing sometimes you don't and you Mm -hmm. gotta just move on and I get it um but you know approaching with kindness I think next week I will be discussing school accommodations for neurodiversity including the difference between a 504 and an IEP So if you enjoyed this episode, please consider following the podcast on our TikTok and Instagram at twice underscore exceptional podcast. And if you have any questions, please reach out to twice exceptional podcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you.